in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane. Flying high, I emerge through the flames. Have no fear, I'm here, so stand back. Melanin, activate the name of Super Black. In the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane. Flying high, I emerge through the flames. Have no fear, I'm here, so stand back. Melanin, activate the name of Super Black. Uh, imagine that, a future that's super black. Long as your skin brown, your superpowers intact. What would your powers be? Just hope it ain't super whack. Spatial manipulation, create a portal that's black. Maybe just super speed, time travel to run it back. Or cheat manipulation to keep my spirit intact. As I encounter evils the world face, demons the world makes. I needed the world to stay. Rest in peace with Chadwick, they killed all the Black Panthers. Told us white lies, I still marvel at black answers. Suits in DC, pray it lead to a civil war. It ain't no Justice League. What's the need to be civil for? Propelled like the juggernaut, it's clear, ain't no stopping. This. The world in grave danger, who can stop the apocalypse? They killed all the heroes, the new ones don't really care. But if you need me, put your fist up in the air. Yeah, in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane. Flying high, I emerge through the flames. Have no fear, I'm here, so stand back. Melanin, activate the name of Super Black. In the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane. Flying high, I emerge through the flames. Have no fear, I'm here, so stand back. Melanin, activate the name of Super Black. Thank you for tuning in to Blurred's Eye View, Ohio's favorite Blurred's with an attitude. And if you haven't already, hit that notification bell on the YouTube channel. And if you can listen to us in your car now on iHeartRadio, we are rising in the ranks. Uh, go ahead, subscribe to wherever you listen to podcasts. There you go. And you can check us out on Captivate.fm as well, Twitch and IG. Just check the link in the bio on IG. Give us a follow. Uh, I'm your host, Chris Fury. With me is my co-host. <laughs> the queen of memes. Sometimes she's sorry. Sometimes <laughs> it's Candy V, everybody. The queen of memes. I just find bullshit or make it and just post it. That's what I meant by uh, <laughs> it's the post. I want to. I want to shout out a couple people. Uh, uh, Malachi Bailey, who was a guest on the show, Vampy Snow, who was also a guest on the show, and Marsha, you know who you are. Chris Dixon, also a guest on the show. I, I put in a post earlier today. That uh, uh, between myself, Candy B, and the people I just mentioned, that we all got a, a free ride ticket straight to hell because we aren't, we're not right there. <laughs> I just find stuff funny, uh, but that's the problem. I find everything funny, and to be honest, it's, <laughs> it's just everything's a laughable moment, even when it shouldn't be. And I'm sure it'll get me in trouble one day. <laughs> not, not um, after the Charlie Bucket post I put up today. Marsha said she I could not, like, the way I was really zooming in on his gums, because I was like, mm, 
They right. You didn't need this. Like you didn't need that candy, my man. You didn't, you didn't need it. What was I'm giving Grandpa all that grief? He, you didn't need that candy. Oh man. So Candy B, what have you been up to this past holiday weekend? So what's been going on? Well, you know, I was spending time with my boyfriend. We made our internet debut. Yes, yes. Congratulations. Um, yes, um, with Mr. Um, Crazy A the Gray. I say his yes. name like that because the song "Cosplay Angel" starts yes. like that. Our um, very own Candy Bree is now involved. Involved, very deeply so. <laughs> so I will trap him officially. Uh, twenty twenty three. I already. <laughs> she's already. She's already. We've already planned. Yeah, yeah. We've right. already. We're we're solid. Oh, that's um, good. No, but I wanted. I wanted to wait a minute. I know some people just kind of put all their business out there as soon as they like like somebody, but. And of course, that's how my work has my business, but I definitely wanted to wait a minute before we let Beyonce's internet know what was going on. That's yes, I, I had to be the first to know. I had to be the now, first to know. Now we can be that annoying couple for likes that just makes TikTok videos and anything else we can do to brand ourselves. Um, so any fans of us separately or together, we need a name. We need a couple name now. I don't know how hmm. that's going to work. Bregel? No. No, because see, we, he has to go make her name, so it has to be like Crazy B or I don't know. <laughs> Crazy Brandy. <laughs> the Gray. Need a couple name. I don't know what it was gonna be, but someone merged that shit ASAP. The Great Brandy. I don't know. It's it's that too, it's, it's, sounds amazingly accurate. Uh, <laughs> I like. I Speaking of greatness, um, I've been catching up and finishing The Witcher, and I just cannot get over the costume design. Although I will say. This season, the um, monsters were a little too digitally for me. Uh, it was one of those things. Uh. Yeah, like sometimes it's too enhanced. It's almost like when I was watching Castlevania, I ain't going to lie. I was such a fan of the animation season one through three. Not that I didn't like season four. We could tell they got the funds and the upgrade. But I was like, at this point, it's not needed. You guys are doing fine with just how it was to me. But I like mm -hmm. I like that style because it mimics like the late 80s, early 90s anime. And I just yeah. kind of like that flat muted color 2D kind of thing. Anytime we start getting too, I don't too, know. Too, too much CGI. It gets yeah, it was, it was kind of bad sometimes. I'm going to let you watch and like, you know, you give me your opinion. Because there was one scene where I was like, you better be glad you're fine. Because I, this I, I, I will say this. I... I think I was watching the first season, the first episode. I will say this. The Passion Coin to the Witcher song. That's a catchy song. I'm sorry. Bop. That's a catchy it's ass It's a bop, but season two? It's one he played, and because my wife is watching. It's and it's one he played, and I caught, it caught my ear, and I'm like, what is this like? He's like... Like nineties pop, like oh, <laughs> like that's your, wife, your wife watched started watching season two. Yeah, yeah. Oh, she watched, she was, she's Bird watching season Bird. two. Yeah, she's yeah. watching season two, and then I'm watching like Encanto and, and stuff like that. Okay, yeah. Then you there's heard there's that. a there's you a cut on there. Bob. His new yeah. bop. Yeah, yeah I heard the new bop, and I'm sitting there, I'm sitting there like. And they let okay. and they let him like sing it like all the way out because you know how they'll have like you're in a tavern or whatever. He shut the place down. Like it was yeah. so good. That's so why he's taking long. <laughs> and then um actually watching John Wick for the first time. I'm gonna finish John Wick yes, tonight. Yes. That is amazing to me. I, I never you, watched you, it. That you never got in on the Keanu since. I'm sorry. And I, and I love it. I love the Keanu verse. We're here for all of that. <laughs> um, and I've seen all the Matrix and everything else. Um, I just 
I missed the boat on one, two, and three, but I'm happy now that I can binge them all before four comes out. Yeah, four. Uh, like, um, we got like a whole year. Okay, like good. A year and some change before four comes out because they, good. you know, originally uh, Matrix Res- Resurrections and John Wick four, yeah, was supposed to come out on the same weekend. Maybe they should have because the way Matrix was set up, child. <laughs> maybe, maybe. I, I, so. For those out there that watched it, um, I, I had a chance to check it out, and I told Candy B, I said, I'm going to give it another watch because it's not fair that it's coming on the tail end of not even the tail end because this thing is still rising. Uh, Spider Man No Way Home, so it's mm-hmm. not fair for me to make, I'm not even trying to make a comparison, but it's just like way up high, tiny little bitty space. I can't, you know, it's, it's hard to make that comparison now. And I'm not expecting the same type of vibe. I do. I did want to know. I do want to know what that underlying story was. And it was very meta. I know that. You know, from when I was getting grown, it was very meta. So I wasn't disappointed in the film. It's not a horrible film, in my opinion. It's just, huh, you know, like it, it kind of kicked the gear back a little bit. And I'm like, oh. yeah, you know, so. Uh, but I will be giving it another, uh, another watch. Um, but like I said, I was watching Encanto. And what I want to say about Disney and their animated films, their these CGI films, these Pixar films they have, Jesus Christ, they hit notes that on its surface, it's a family film. On its surface. But there is so much underlying uh, tones. And this one, and 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 they they're really doing their thing. You know, you got Soul. You have, I think it's Luca that they had. They just had recently, and now you have Encanto. So they're Ray of the Last Dragon is another one I got to give a watch. To. Oh yes, I. So I they're, the, uh, they're 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 hitting, yeah they're hitting. They're like the door is open. You know, we're trying to represent everybody, and there's a cut. Matter of fact, the whole the whole thing, Bob's. They need to make this a stage play. I'm not lying. <laughs> like Linman Lin Manuel uh, from Hamilton fame is part of the cast. Okay, then. So if you've seen Hamilton, you know there's going to be some cuts in here. You're just like, yeah. And there's a cut in there uh, called "They Don't Talk About Bruno," and this thing has been on complete repeat in my brain. And basically, the story is this. The story of the show is this. Uh, there's this Latino family. They, they're all magical. They all have a different type of gift. You know, the house is magical. Each each sibling, each cousin has a, a gift. And there's one cousin that they don't talk about. And his name is Bruno. And he's been kind of like the black sheep. He's ousted, you know. And apparently his gift was visions. You know, he would give these visions. And... The visions would always mean bad news to one form or another to one of the family members. So as there as the one cousin is going around trying to find out, well, who is Bruno and why don't we talk about him? They're all singing about it. And when I say it's a bop, (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, you can't get it out of your head. Like I was listening to it before you popped on. I'm like, this thing bangs. I like it. I only got to hear some of the music on the other side of the movie theater when we went to go see some other movie and i just remember hearing a lot of drums a lot of percussion and i was like they getting it whatever movie theater that is and then when it came out and i saw the name of it i said of course yes yes 
like they 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 really do they touch on all the notes and it talks it's really like it's dealing with family trauma emotional trauma generational trauma just stuff that every family not just a lot yeah yeah okay yeah and i'm when you when i say like wow they really are touching on some stuff they are really touching on some stuff so that's what i've been doing that and watching jojo watching jojo's bizarre adventure um I'm in season three. I'm not really feeling season three so far. I'm 15 episodes in. I'm not really feeling Damn, season three. I'm not episodes in and not feeling it. Ugh, it's, just, it's, a, it's such a different vibe. I don't know if, you know, it's a it's a totally different vibe from the first two seasons. And I'm just kind of like, okay, tough it out. They just really long seasons. Like, season two was 48, 49 episodes. Absolutely not. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, Jesus get it over with <laughs> that is a lot that is like six seasons yeah so one show. they like like they're they're doing their arcs and i'm like are you putting the arcs and throwing them in one show like i don't know but uh so yeah i'm doing that uh i've seen spider-man as you know we talked about it on the previous show uh finished off hawkeye which we'll be talking about later uh watching encanto twice um, Matrix Resurrections, we talked about, I've seen that. So yeah, just been kind of like chilling out for the week, you know, taking things in stride and just taking a breather. Uh, what I yeah, I've been enjoying like not <clears throat> working so hard by default, getting some days off. Has yeah. actually been nice, um, to not have to like work the regular job. Of course, that doesn't mean we don't have a million other hobbies. We're like still pushing and projects yeah. we're trying to finish because the work's never like done it's never ending but, um, <laughs> i just felt good to like have my health it was nice spending it with my family um i got to actually tell get started on bleach i had never mom, I'm to the too. <laughs> oh my god when i tell you when i tell you it I'm was like, so Kenby has no business putting prime rib on her on her boomerang it her was face. so good and the cloves of garlic and then she had like this horseradish like cream sauce because we we're bougie eaters so we like special sauce <laughs> all the rest of this stuff so there's like all these jars and different things to put on the meat and baby the christmas dinner the roast beast as the uh <laughs> yeah, the roast beast that's what it was it. that's that the vibe was i was getting <laughs> Like that was good. Beast. See, if they had let him have some of the roast beast way earlier, they wouldn't have to worry about they should be installed. That's that's why the yeah. Christmas y'all didn't give him a plate. They would not leave that man alone. They like I will. You know what? If I don't watch anything else, I watch the version with Jim Carrey. I, that's a good live action. He that that is really good. And the scene that always gets me is when they finally when they invite him to the to the who party. And he's up in his cave and he's trying to find something to wear. That whole scene. It's so good. <laughs> because it's its literally how a lot of us feel. I'm just like, you know what? Not going. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't find something to wear. Like, what is it? Like, how is this going to come out? Like, that, that's that. <laughs> like, you're tired by the time it's all said and done. You're just like, I, or I, just, I, I don't know. Down you, there. I don't know if you've been through this, but I'll like clean my room. Right. Yeah. And then you have to look for something. And whether it's your office, <laughs> room, the living room, uh, it could even be the kitchen. Everything's a fucking mess. After yeah. you finish trying to look for something or getting ready. And it's like, how? How, how did I this do this? Happen? None of this made sense. What, what happened to everything I had? I have no idea what's going on. Oh. <laughs> so yeah, that was uh, 
kind of what what I did. Yeah. Um, today, in a sad kind of way, sad way, but we still celebrate him. It would have been his 99th birth birthday today, Stan Lee. So happy birthday. Heavenly birthday to our man, one of one of the fathers of Marvel. A lot of people misquote that and think he's the man. He's like, no, he's the man, of course. But there's Jack Kirby, Steve Ditko, there's several others who are really the founding foundations of many of the people. And Steve Ditko and Stan Lee were really the fathers of uh Spider-Man. Uh so it's really impressive that he's basically immortal. Yeah, in so many ways. <laughs> it really is. So uh, just came across the board that John Madden, uh, NFL announcer and the face of EA Sports Madden titles for the video games, passed away. He was 85, I believe. What? Yeah. Just wow. Came a few He's a legend. So, yeah, they we, they are going. But keep an eye on Betty White because she is coming up on her 100th birthday. I think you meant 1,000 because yeah. there's no way. She's on the <laughs> Whatever she's doing, keep doing it. Uh, she beat out all the Golden Girls. She beat out who else passed? Cola Powell. <laughs> there was a lot of people. The most messed up thing I saw was the you know the old school Mortal Kombat games when you win your little stone slide. Oh, yeah. When you the person, they had Betty White going past like the people that had died that year, and I was like, oh my god, this, you already so know. Like I laughed way too hard. But so like, Y'all are fucked up. So you notice anything different? Do I notice anything different? Yeah. Did you tint your eyebrows? No. <laughs> I have luxurious eyebrows, but no, I, I, you I definitely have. So you know, I try to ignore when you guys do hurtful things like that because I had to. It was only because when I lined up, when I lined up on one side, it went in too far, and I was already wrestling with the thought. So it's like my hand was just like, "Ah, oh, you bastard, just do it." And I'm because it's going to grow back in like two days. I'm not worried. Yeah, I've so, seen you like look a bit scruffy. I don't think I've ever seen you look super, super clean shaven. Oh no, when I'm when I'm scruffy, I'm like Logan and Madripoor scruffy, yeah. like. <laughs> I'm just missing the eye patch and the beer mug, which I have the beer mug now. Oh, uh, Logan, there was this. We watched the Den of Thieves. I was going to watch the Don't Look Up. I ain't hit that up yet. Yes. So the prequel to the Army of, Army of the what, Dead or something. Army like that. of the Dead, where they're yeah. basically trying to rob a bank in Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> but there's zombies, plot twists, and them communicate <laughs> with each other. Like, it's, it's crazy. It's really good. It's actually really good. I, I liked it. I really did. So I, I was excited to watch the uh, Den of Thieves. I think it's, no, Den of Thieves yeah, might Den. be a 50 Cent movie. This it's, it's the Army, Army, Army of Thieves. There yeah, we go. Army of Thieves. This is a 50 Cent thing. We yeah. watched Army of Thieves, and that was good. I like the actor that plays the lock he's a, the, guy he's a, the or whatever. Practice, the, the yeah, the safe. he's very charismatic. I felt like, like spin or something like that. Something, something like that. Crazy. I, I didn't feel like his, uh, co-actors really held their weight. It wasn't like a solid cast. The movie was cute, don't get me wrong, mm -hmm. but it wasn't it wasn't like a solid cast around it. But he's so charismatic, he kind of like he carried, carried it. it along. It was, it was so, all you cared about at that point. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. So I was like, well, this this works. So that was that was ended up being a decent thing yeah, too. Yeah. There's a there's a quite a few things that's on my queue, and I knew that was one of them, unless my wife has already watched it. Talking about with Kevin Hart and Wesley Snipes. 
ah, what was that? True life, true story, true story. Okay, I never I didn't watch yeah, it. I've heard nothing but that. Uh, Robert Corman, yeah, he's watching Will of Time, which I hear great stuff about. Star Trek Discovery, I've heard great stuff. Dexter, New Blood. Dexter, New really Blood. I started that like two weeks ago, and that first episode was so good because they did not like drag out the fact of trying to make it seem like we're going to take six episodes to get to the Dexter, you know, baby, it took one, <laughs> took one episode. And because, you know, like, a lot of people had questions. Is what like... we're on. This is what we're on. And I'm, I was here for it. So I was like, okay, I want to yeah. watch this. So it's good. I like, I like that it's in a completely different setting. Although I think the creepiest thing about the first episode was he's been so low key and not doing mm -hmm. anything in a small town where everyone knows everyone where to have people be like, yeah, how you doing, buddy? And he's like, oh, fine, Mrs. Smith. And like grabbing pies and working at the shop. And I'm just looking like, you have killed so many people. <laughs> this is not the place for you right now. And he's living like a normal life because it's a small town. Like it seems like they're in Alaska or something. It's some like super snowy all the time wood place. He you, so you like Dexter's New Blood. I'm going to give you a show. It's going, it's going on its second season, uh, January 20. 26 27 somewhere around there uh if you if you know who alan tudyk is he uh when you see him you be like oh that guy he was in firefly serenity he actually okay. does the joke he does the joker's voice and the harley quinn cartoon as well as uh clayface okay uh he so he does a lot of voice work but he he's doing uh it's a show on sci-fi channel and it's called resident alien okay and the premise of the show is he's an alien, an actual alien that crash lands in this like this Alaskan town. And he takes the form of the doctor, but he kills that doctor. And in the midst of him trying to fix his ship, he keeps keeps getting caught up in stuff and he ends up solving different murders. So it's like a procedural thing. But then the last thing they just figured out is they found the foot. Of the doctor that he threw inside the frozen lake, <laughs> they found his foot down the river. <laughs> so now he's trying, and the only person who knows he's an alien is this little boy. For some reason, kids see things differently all of the time, and so he, they, the kids seen through the disguise, and so like they keep thinking this kid has an issue, and he's like, no, no, he's an alien, he's an alien, and he's trying to like. So he's like the. What did they call that little guy that knew Invader Zim was an alien and nobody believed him? <laughs> <laughs> it was it's it's funny. It's it's actually quite because it's Alan Tudyk. Alan Tudyk is hilarious. Uh, I'm gonna pull this picture up in a second. But Alan Tudyk is is hilarious to be honest with you. And to see him in a role like this, um, I was all for it. And I needed to see more of that. And so I was waiting for the show to show uh, come back up so they can uh show us new episodes and they just finally said yeah we got new episodes coming up so don't worry uh so i'm like thank god about anything nowadays like yeah what? And, and, and it's like i hope they don't cancel it because sci-fi has a way of you know getting you really good shows and snatching them right up from the from underneath you like like nothing and it's not fair it's so not fair um <laughs> but let me see here why i'm doing that but he um yeah it's 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 a really funny show and 
you know, I got hooked on like right away. Let me see. Here it is. Here it is right here. Okay. I'm going to show it up. Yeah. Dun, dun. Let's see if that's it. Oh, yeah. I've seen him in there, Yeah. There you go. So, yeah. So, and he's funny. He's funny. He's been in, in tons of stuff and, and he, he, he's just hilarious. Um, but Spider Man No Way Home has hit, it has joined the billion dollar club again. Um, it is the third highest grossing film of all time. Of all time. That was impressive. Yeah. You know, so well, we were serious about seeing uh Andrew and Toby and, and Tom together, <laughs> like yeah, yeah. Dead serious. You know what, David Jackson? You're right. Alphas was good and they did take that from us. That was a good show. Alpha <laughs> checked if you ever find a way to I think it might be on Hulu or something, but Alphas was good. It's like it's like X-Men without the was sci-fi channel the same channel that had a because there was this show that my mom got into. I want to say it was called The Librarians. The, it's, TNT had the librarians. TNT, okay, okay. Yeah, they had the librarians. Uh, Sci-Fi Channel had uh, Warehouse Thirteen. Is that and one? yeah, uh, it was Warehouse Thirteen and Eureka. Eureka was the other good. Okay. One. So okay. It was. It was. They, they just get in, in like this last one they had. I can't even remember the name of it, but they put it on at a, such a funky. They put it on at Friday night. It was a funky time, and it was basically an outer space procedural space opera type thing. And the lead actress was a black woman. She was supposed to be like this princess, but she was like, but she didn't want to be a princess. She wanted to be like a space pirate, you know. And they put it on at like 10 o'clock at night. And I'm like, yeah, you wanted that show to fail. You know, it didn't That's last. Happening. Like it was, it ain't happening for a lot of people. No, nah. and, and and we and this is during the pandemic. I'm like, yeah, you yeah, put, no. it on a, put it on a murder night. So that wasn't cool at all. But that's not happening for a lot of people. But yeah, so yeah, Spider. Congratulations to uh, John Watts, who's the director of Spider Man. All three trilogies. Now, this is was a rare thing. You rarely get a trilogy of films that consist that are consistent. Absolutely. They've all in their opening weekend. They all have like a ninety plus ninety plus million dollars opening. And I've I've been fine with because I know there's a debate now like who has the best MCU trilogy and I was like well uh, some of these films he, don't even have their third film yet we already know it ain't Iron Man so no. we can stop <laughs> we can't say Thor we can, we can't say Thor because the first yeah, one was good the second one was are was not that great but the third I one was great like Ragnarok was so much so of its own movie where yeah. I can't even like. You can't even look at was it Dark World? You can't even look at Dark World. No, I just I'm like I don't know, but I'm like this is the the most like solid we've had to me uh, outside of Captain America's. Um, yeah. But even yeah. his films, although like good, I I just still feel like Winter Soldier is a standalone beast that didn't. It's you know what I mean? I just feel like that's its own thing too. So I I do feel like this is the trilogy that makes the most sense. I don't yeah. feel like any of those movies need to stand by themselves. I really feel like you need to see all three. Yeah, yeah. I would not oh, say somebody yeah. they would have to see all three Captain Americas. I'd be like, watch Winter Soldier. <laughs> <laughs> like you, you kind of know the story of Cap. Let's just watch. Yeah, Winter I just, just watch Winter Soldier. You good? Because because Civil War, while it was great, Civil War was basically an Avengers setup 
film. That's all it was. <laughs> Civil War was just so we could actually see everybody fight. So they just, that's it. Other than yeah. that, that wasn't even that great. But I did enjoy seeing everybody together in the banter, especially anytime I'd see um, the two New Yorkers with uh, Steve and uh, Queens of Brooklyn. <laughs> I uh, I always I just always think that's so cute, like because he was just enamored. Like, where from he was like Queens, he was like Brooklyn. And just, I'm like he was excited. Like, against around the people. It was just it was just cute. Tom's been killing this role, so I'm very excited to see what he does he, with the next three film. He deserves it all. Yeah, congratulations mm -hmm. to that entire cast. And he's gonna get his money for Uncharted. Like Tom is going to have mon the money he's seeing before thirty. I can't imagine. I can't imagine. <laughs> yeah, because like, like in his late twenties. Together because she's had Disney money for the longest, and that Disney bag is deep. And let me say, let me say something about she's a part of the she is series. killing. She is killing. Oh. Like she is got killing the wardrobe game. Can I just say that? Her black. Yeah, her 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 her. her her um, Oscar carpets and red carpet. Her for me, look, ain't nobody touching this sister right now. Like, he understood the assignment, as the kids say. Oh, yeah. Um, other news. Norman Reedus has shown great. Norman Reedus, who plays Daryl from uh, Walking Dead, Darryl. has shown a lot of. Yes, Daryl has shown great interest in playing Ghost Rider for the MCU. Now, I. Uh, a lot of fans have are, are also behind him too. So they are saying that he he's kind of implying that he's been in talks. Oh, because you know he really ride bikes for real. Yeah, you know, he's been in talks. Um, whether or not he's playing uh Johnny Blaze is unknown. Uh he could be playing Danny Ketch because there's been what three, there's three different ghostwriters. That we know. Wasn't Edward Elba in one of those films? Yeah, he was in the second one. Okay. Yeah, he was in the second one. So it's it's safe to say that uh, Norman Reedus might get the job. Uh, he's showing enough interest. I mean, if he does anything like Samu Liu did for Shang-Chi, he's probably got a job. Know, like, I haven't seen him in a standalone film where he's the main character carrying it all the way through. I know he's a huge part of why a lot of us love The Walking Dead when I used to watch it. I, I gave up after a couple seasons yeah. ago. Yeah, um, but <laughs> watching the Blue Dog Saints with uh, Green Goblin in him, and then watching him in The Walking Dead, I feel like he's one of those actors where when you're supporting cast is good, you're really good and you shine. But I don't know if I can watch you two hours in a movie and you're the main person. Yeah, well, we'll I don't see know if, if, if this is true. Well, if it is, if this is true, we'll see. We'll see. Um, my man, there has been great, great, great debate on whether they should recast the child. Now, the VP of Marvel, uh, I believe his name was Nate Brooks. I want to say, might be wrong. Uh, has said that they will not be recasting T'Challa. Now, I agree with them not recasting him right now. You're trying to film a second film that he was supposed to yeah, be yeah. in, and you don't want to rush that. I can understand it. If you can pivot to do this second film, please do so. Do it within that five years that everyone thought he was gone. But going forward, this is a character that you really can't afford to let die off. What better lack of a better term? They currently yeah. have a uh, recast uh, T'Challa petition. 
and it's already well past 450,000 signatures. I believe uh, it. Yeah, I'll put that up on the YouTube channel. And honestly, I'm pretty sure, although Chadwick was fucking perfect, um, I am pretty sure um, there were the, the runner-up actors that didn't get the job. There had to be plenty of other people yeah, that auditioned yeah. that you could be like, hey, well, here's where come we're at. We like an understudy at this point. You can come on in. Yeah, pretty much. Like, of course, we don't want it under these circumstances, but this is what it is, and this representation is important. And no shade to Shuri and, and anybody else that's like moving forward, because I'm more than sure they're going to do a great job. Everybody's going to show up and to support it just off of the love of Chadwick alone. We're yeah, gonna be yeah. we're gonna be in the movie theater for that. When is that, by the way? Next February. When is, when is, yeah, uh, yeah, next year. And even his own brother has said like his brother would have wanted. Yeah, after his Just brother continue. said it, I, at first I was thinking they were saying that because it wasn't what the family and the wife wanted. But I figured if the intimate, close family is like, hey, we knew him well enough to know that um, he obviously was battling with his sickness um, and was planning to beat it and still film and had all the rest of these movies lined up. But there had to be some maybe realistic talks at different times like, hey, what kind of thoughts do you have about this since you may not be able to continue? So they would know right. better than the rest of us. So I I would go with that more so than I would like the VP saying. But like you said, maybe he should have said just like for right now, instead of making it seem like we are never getting an on-screen T'Challa again, because that yeah. would be ridiculous. Yeah. So that I mean, I'm all for you know. I'm like, yeah, please recast and just don't do it right now. You don't Not have right to now, do it right now, but definitely do it. Yeah, it needs to be done. Like. Just like you said, is a representation thing going on. There's a character you really can't afford to let just die off. You know, nobody wants to see you, that. You want to, yeah, you want to do right by it. So, yeah, you know, yep. Robert says I'm okay with recasting. There's been several Superman and Super and Batman. Exactly, exactly. Uh, David Jackson says this is why I hopped in today. Imagine after Christopher Reeve passing and then saying, "Well, no more Superman." They would. This character is just as important, even more so to us exactly and and i've been seeing that quote a lot from a lot of people saying uh you've done there's more than one flash there's more than one superman yep. there's been more than one batman there's been more than one joker there's you can do this yeah and i know um like we said we're we're still being time sensitive because this is still it's not like it was 10 years ago this right. is still something that's pretty fresh yeah. Um, so we we get it, and then just, honestly, just past the year, just past the year. Yeah, honestly, y'all could have been like, "Look, we'll start reshooting in two years." I don't think any of us would have been mad if right. that if you were going to give enough time to recast, get the chemistry right with everybody because the chemistry was effortless in the first film. It seemed mm -hmm. like everybody had known each other for years. I don't know yeah. if that was that good old black magic, because you know some of us get together and we just be cutting up or what it was, but. It was perfect. If it's anything, if it's anything like the set on uh, the harder they fall, when they literally were doing like Soul Train lines and dancing, and, and they're like, yeah, if it was anything yeah, like true. that, I'm pretty sure, <laughs> pretty sure they had a vibe going. So, um, so tonight we are talking about Hawkeye. Now, Candy B has not had the opportunity of watching the entire series, but that is okay because she's been on Beyonce's internet. Um, so mm -hmm. hold on, let's see what yeah, I've uh, known enough. We literally just yep. watched, 
We literally just watched the movie. Different Peter <laughs> Parker's in the same universe. They the can figure this out for sure. Exactly. Several different Peters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you, David. You <laughs> you couldn't put it more plainly. We just watched the movie with three different Peter Parkers, and they tied that up with a nice bow. There's a rumor, however, about that. You know, mess with this wig. They might be showing up again. You know, because with everything that's going on, before we get into the main topic, before, this is a theory that, that I've been running with. Peter asked Dr. Strange to do a spell to make sure everybody on Earth forgets who he is. Who's off Earth? Nick Fury, Captain Marvel, Monica, who that doesn't even know him, but if she's going to meet Nick, she's going to know him. The Guardians, Thor. All of these people are off world. That spell would not affect them. This well, could lead right. into a Secret Wars like, type of situation. If they come in, if we're talking about different worlds and, and dimensions and shit, technically they're going back to where the, I, you know what? You're right. Because I'm thinking now like, well, maybe they could come back and then not even have it be one of those things where they don't remember him. They're going to do some type of loophole, I'm sure, if in fact it's, it's a loop. There's a loop. they'll bring There's him up, loophole. they're going to do a loophole. But I have heard rumors also that people want them to branch off and have Tom Hardy and Andrew Garfield in a separate Spider-Man movie because they're like, Sony, make it happen. And for you, and I'm going to be that annoying person on the internet that's like- Wait, no, before oh, you be that annoying person on the internet, I'm going to be that annoying person on the internet with you because I know what you're going to say. People are out here now like, oh, Andrew was the best Spider-Man. Da, 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 da. All these articles and shit that's written on it now. I'm like, I literally, again, I'm going to be that annoying person on the internet. I can pull up on my phone right now where I was writing statuses since like 2000, whatever the fuck those movies came out, where I was like, <laughs> he is killing it. Y'all shitting on him. He did not ruin the franchise. He was a shitty Peter Parker. I will never give him that. Because again, having a hoodie and being hunched over a Peter Parker does not make. However, that Spider-Man was bomb. The web slinging was some of the best in the series, period, as the kids say. And I'm magically loopholes indeed. They're gonna figure that shit out. If they really want people back and they sign the contracts, they're gonna make it happen. Dr. Strange's gonna hit us with one of them pals, one of them. <laughs> And something's going to gonna come back and tell it to her, like, I told you not to mess with that. Something's going to happen. <laughs> like, y'all shitted on Andrew. He didn't actually, like, work in main mainstream movies for a minute. Because I heard yeah. it, things were kind of dark for him after that with the critics and everything else. Because although they sign up to be in the public eye, um, it still has to right, be black. We all get a little bit of... Um, the script just fell blood in. Yeah, but he killed yeah, the role. Black says, yeah, <clears throat> exactly. There was nothing was wrong with his role. Everybody had a, the hangups that they had with The Amazing Spider-Man was, <clears throat> one, like G Black just said, the script was bloated, one. Two, nobody really felt Jamie Foxx, not Jamie Foxx, the actor, but just the electro that he was playing. It just, it didn't look right. He was better before yeah. he fell into the Nevada Eels. <laughs> Yeah, you know, it, they so just not. wasn't feeling they, they weren't feeling that. And they really weren't feeling the Harry Osborne angle that much. But on Andrew Garfield's side, oh, he carried that shit. He did great. And I and I I that's why I love this film so much and that some of the best parts about it to me involved him cuz I'm like redemption, like everybody should be freaking out about him. So if they decide to ever do some type of separate shit 
with him. I'm here for it all day long because I feel like he deserves it. Um, and he deserves he another. It. He loves the role. He loves and the he, role. And he's just genuinely so good. He reminds me of, I don't know if anybody watched, because there's a lot of Spider-Man cartoon series. So this was the one where um, I remember Nickelodeon had to show Drake and Josh. So this was oh. Bell. He did the voice acting work. And yeah, I want to say Bell. that Amazing yeah. Spider-Man. Was it the, yeah, Spectre, the Spectacular Spider-Man? Yeah. Or something the like Disney, that. The Disney XD. The Disney XD Disney one. Star. That shit yeah. was fire so i'm like it was so good so i'm like those two portrayals of spider-man maybe not again not peter parker but spider-man were the best to me one see the storyline where they explore his parents more that thread was unique to those it was so good and also when he was taking the time uh, just when they explore how smart peter is i love that i like when they give more detail on that instead of just making it seem like well, here's just another smart kid in the universe. Like Andrew was really figuring, he was like a fucking detective. And I was yeah. like, damn, what happened to your parents? Why happened to your plane? Open that suitcase. Let's go web sling. Like what's going on? Like I was ultimate Spider-Man. Thank yeah. you, David. Ultimate Spider-Man was so damn good. They had this story arc that went into the Howling Commandos and Blade. Nick. Yes, yes, yes. It was, I, I was- didn't think they was gonna pull it off and they did it. It was so, oh, or, Andrew could be in like a, t a live action like TV series of Spider. I'd watch the shit out of that. Why not? I mean, I'd watching watch him, that. just watching him, like when he's talking to the, when he's messing with the robber that's trying, or the jacker, like he just shows up in the backseat and he's just like ad libbing. He's just it's hilarious. And I'm he's like, this so is this heavy. is Pete. This is this is Spider Man. He makes quip while he's fighting. And again, although I didn't like the transition from. Oh, I don't talk much, and I don't want anybody to see me in Oscorp to web sling, and everything you say is just so yeah. smart on it. There was no like ease into that. It was just like, is Spider Man bipolar? Like, what's going on? But <laughs> definitely, I would watch the shit out of a movie series with him. Tom Hardy could definitely come back. Um, Luke Cage, the main character, well, he was. That's yes, yes. I'm gonna have to get that a second watch. I ain't gonna lie. That was good. I didn't think anything was going to beat that 90s Spider-Man because I think nostalgia and you're just like, nothing's better than what I had as a kid. So the thing is, every version, every version they've given us, whether it's been animated or live action, they've always had, they they not only is just nostalgia, but they have always been able to tell some kind of story. Yeah. And stick with it. And the only thing is, in the 90s one, the 90s animated, Mary Jane was toxic as fuck. I, I ain't gonna lie, until I started watching videos where they were kind of making fun of her behavior, you didn't think of it like that. You were just like, yeah, I'm watching a show. Now I'm like, bitch, did you jump off a building to see me? <laughs> I wanted to prove you myself to do anything for me, girl. <laughs> this is not that type of damn party. Uh, <laughs> but tonight's show, like I was saying, is uh, we're talking about Hawkeye. We're gonna cover Hawkeye. Six episodes. Uh, so if you know anything about Hawkeye from watching the Avengers films and everything, you know, you know that he was an ex, well, S.H.I.E.L.D. agent. I guess he's not ex so much as S.H.I.E.L.D. has been defunct now. But um, this was some good stuff. Um, I love I love Haley Steinfeld as Kate Bishop. She's very she's funny. She's been in a lot of stuff, you know. And she actually sings, too. She had a couple of bops a couple of years ago, but yes. I'm happy she was acting. Yes. And pitch perfect and everything. Yes. Yes, not I've watched. They, not pitch they both perfect. got I a like little music. pop going on. Not they both got a little <laughs> cake. 
<laughs> you know, <laughs> I just but went down like what? There were scenes in this show that really, really stood out to me, and one of those scenes, and I thought I grabbed that screenshot, but the Kate and Yelena relationship. Now, for those who don't know, Yelena is Natasha's sister, Black Widow. So she's another Black Widow. And if you've seen Falcon and Winter Soldier, if you watch the end, then you know that basically Yelena has been brought on to take Clint out. Been told, been lied to, to say that, uh, yep, it was. It was amazing. It was funny. It was amazing. I want more. Um, was told that Clint is the reason that Natasha is dead. And 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 the person that's doing all this is Valentina, who's played by Louis uh Julia Louis Louis Dreyfus, who uh oh, know, yeah, you know, she's she, she's playing the Contessa. They call her the Contessa because she has like this massive, this crazy amount of names in her name. And she's kind of like the female evil version of Nick Fury. So she's going around doing recruiting of her own. So she gets a US agent from uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. She gets Yelena. Uh, they said you're going to see more of her because she's going to make. She's making her rounds, and Nick Fury style. She's making her rounds. She's making these appearances, and you know, and grabbing somebody and say, "Hey, you want to come on to the team?" And like you know, basically making her own version of Dark Avengers. And she gets Yelena. She tells you know at the end of Black Widow, she shows up at the end of Black Widow, saying you know why Yelena's at Natasha's grave. And she shows up and she says, you want to know who's responsible for your sister's death? And she shows a picture of Clint. So now here we are in Hawkeye and she, Yelena shows up in like episode three. And the other, the other person that's a standout is Echo. We finally get Echo. Echo is, uh, she's like Daredevil, only she's deaf. And her thing is she can really read she can telegraph your movements before you can make them that's how she learned how to fight <clears throat> so she's working for the tracksuit mafia who was in turn if you've read any of the david aja ran uh hawkeye series actually worked for it's not really giving nothing away, but it's they she's working I mean, he's for totally giving it away. He's trying yeah, to she's, he's trying to be nice about it because I didn't watch it yet. But this yeah. was not something where I was like, oh no, spoiler, so you're good. Yeah, she's she's working for she's working for Kingpin. And this is this is the crazy thing. This is why it's so fun to watch. Um here we go. Vincent D'Onofrio's back, thank God. Uh because I don't play him anymore. I really can't see anybody else playing this dude. It's just, he's just that fucking good. And he brings that intensity. Like, he's actually he's scary. Like, he's scary. Yeah, he is. He's mad scary. Um, Because he has like this very, his tone throws you. It's like, I don't know what you're going to do. And I think that's what yeah. always threw me off in the first two seasons of Daredevil. Because I'm like, it seems like you're cool, and the next thing you know, you're taking somebody's head off, and I yeah, don't with, know with the car door, you know. So. Yeah, like that—that that mess was crazy. That's when I was like, okay, this is going to be my type of show. Yeah. I can get with this, but like I said, I heard in in this version of him, he was a little soft. That's what I heard. He comes off a little soft, but mm, I don't know if it's actually soft. 
I'm not sure. Maybe it's a more calculated thing, and we were expecting him to be super. Oh, I don't think I don't think Matt is even going to go near getting Kate's mother out of jail. <laughs> well, you know what? He might, because what she did, she did for the sake of protecting her family, not because she's so much evil. You know, the, the king or the kingpin. Of, so okay, so G Black asked, "What do I think the kingpin upgrades?" So basically, what they, what happens is. Kate has to face off. This is in episode six. Kate faces off with Kingpin. She shoots an arrow straight at him. Straight dead on. He knocks it. He chops it off and proceeds to just toss her around the room. Wait a minute. She shot him with a, a real arrow to the chest. To the chest. Arrow to the chest and snapped it out of his chest. Yeah, he just he took his cane because he has a cane. Bop. Just broke it off. Grabs her, throws her across. Now you, she's she's like a buck oh five, and we and if you know anything about Kingpin, he's he's not fat. He's really all muscle. He's like two percent fat. He just looks like he's fat. He's just a massive dude. That's his thing, you know. Here's a picture of Kate and Yelena. Now this is a funny scene, but before I, I don't get know to that, makeup and that jacket was hitting oh, and the. Young lady that plays her, so yeah, really uh, Florence Pugh. Florence Pugh. Anything I see her in, she has been giving. Yeah, uh, yeah, you're right, G Black. It is more comic book accurate. Like Kate has thrown just about everything at this dude. She, uh, he after he's tossing her around, he took all of her arrows off of her, snapped them all at once. He didn't use his hand or he doesn't need, you know, how somebody takes something and slam it over their knee. No, he, no. he just whole ass bop. Damn. The, whole, the whole quiver of arrows just crap. I don't know why I'm acting surprised because, again, as we said, if you can slam a car door into somebody over and over again so hard where you decapitate them, you want some other shit. Exactly. So she, she, um, she, in, a, in the tussle, she got a hold of one of his cufflinks. She takes the cufflinks and she uses it like a, like a frisk or whatever. Clint taught her a trick and hits the arrowheads. Oh, it was like a callback thing. Yeah, it hits she hits one of the arrowheads, and the arrowheads are sitting together. They're all explosive arrowheads. So he's taking a full-on explosion from three arrowheads to the face. And it just threw him back. And he's got he got up from that. And I'm like, yo, this girl, get the hell out of there. <laughs> What type of final boss fight is going yeah, on? It took it took Kate's mother to hit him with a truck to knock him down. This reminds me of really when you're playing a video game and you think <laughs> and they should go from red to orange to yellow. Like <laughs> you like, damn, your health bar really like you got another one. <laughs> like, <laughs> your, your, your fingers all sore. You're like, there, I can't do anymore. And then I, I get right it. back up. I you're can't like, do I get, it. Like, oh, it ain't over yet. Oh, God, why? Not even with a truck. This sounds crazy. I'm going to get but into it. But it's good. It's really, really good. Now, this scene here, every scene that these two are in together makes me want more Yelena. I love Natasha. Don't get me wrong. But Yelena is bringing some funny. This scene has them at the Christmas party. It's the final episode. They're in the Christmas party, right? And Yelena's on her way up up the floors of the building to get to Clint because she figures, okay, he's up there trying to do something. She's trying to stop him. Mm -hmm. Kate, Kate slinks her behind onto the elevator. 
and she does the practical little sister thing. She she's tussling with Yelena, but not really. Yelena's pulling her punches. Number one, and she breaks free of Yelena, goes to the buttons and go and lights up all the buttons. Childish. And all Yelena says, "Oh come on, really? That's just that's just so unnecessary." And I'm just laughing because all I can think of is you were the little sister that Natasha had, and now you get to see what it's like dealing with Kate, who's almost like a little sister, because every time they interact, like she breaks into her apartment earlier in the episode, in a series, and she keeps calling her by her name. She's like, so Kate Bishop, you know, where can I find Clint Barton? And she keeps saying her full name. She's like, Kate is kind of scared because she doesn't. This is the second time this woman has seen her. And she's like, why do you keep saying my full name? Is it because you know everything about me? She's like, yeah. And she starts breaking down everything. She's like, but I don't want to hurt you. She was like, I don't want to hurt you. I just want Clint Barton. And, and, you know, and (laughs) I'm glad they didn't drag out the whole Clint Barton dying or being killed in revenge type of thing. But um, their interaction is it's funny. And even then, while they're sitting there, they're eating mac and cheese. She was like, I made mac and cheese. Eat it. My father said it's delicious. You know, it's good for you. And she's, and Kate is like, What's happening? Like, what's happening right now? Like, are you serious? And she eats, she eats it. And she was like, Oh, good for me, more for me. And she was like, I like hot sauce. I like hot sauce. And then she was like, I came to New York because I want to see all this stuff. I want to see the brand new, uh, the new and improved Statue of Liberty. And I want to go to all of this stuff. And it's not until you see Spider-Man No Way From Home what she means. Man, by brand new and I ain't gonna lie, that was just hella gaudy and tacky. Like, <laughs> not like you, gave this, you gave him the cap shield? It so. was very gaudy and tacky, but it was beautiful to see um, him fight on yeah. an upside-down shield on the water like that, cinematography-wise. Yeah. That was beautiful. Yeah, so she tells him all this stuff, and then... She's like, I love American traditions when it comes to Christmas. Santa and the reindeer. And then she she literally switches gears. She's like, Santa and the reindeer. She's like, you ever eaten reindeer? <laughs> it's like, it's not it's not good. It's very chewy. I'm well, like, I forget. They, they was basically raised by wolves, so. Yeah. <laughs> but you can't help but to love Yelena. Even from watching her in Black Widow, you can't help but love what she's bringing. When she's teasing Natasha about yeah, that pose you always do when you oh, land, you know, you're posing and pose, and then she does it, and she's like, Ugh. like, no, I can't do that, you know. Great stuff. They're feeding so much of Yelena. I see her either getting a movie or a series. I could definitely see a movie. I ain't gonna be mad if they just worked her into mm-hmm. the universe because I feel like as an actress, she definitely holds her own. I've yeah. watched things where she is the lead and she has so much presence. So mm-hmm. I'd be excited for that. I'd be here for it. Yeah. So um, we talked about Echo or we talked a little bit about Echo. Uh, Echo's in this whole thing because she also gets her own series. And she's in this thing because she thinks, well, she knows that Ronan killed her father. And it might be more to it than that because I believe this show is getting a second series, second season. Um, But she works for Kingpin. And at the end of this series, you know, after he's taking all these bumps and bruises, he may even get hit by the truck. He makes it out before the police come because, you know, he's Kingpin. Um, Of course. 
yeah, and then plot on it, right? <laughs> he makes it in the alley, and one of his trucks pull up. It's one of his uh bro mover trucks, and it's Echo that's driving this thing, and she comes out and he's trying to talk to her. He's like, he's like, Maya, we're family. You know, he's he knows a little bit of sign language, so he's like, Maya, we're family, it's just you and me, and blah blah blah. She pulls out a pistol, shoots him point blank, but you don't see what happens. You just she see the flag. Now she what? And they kept the comic book accurate. That's exactly what he says. We have to work together, Maya. We need each other. And she Maya shoots him. Do we though? But let's face it. <laughs> Wait a minute. I can tell you if you died. I can tell you if you lived or died based off how she shot him. Did she hit him with this or did she hit him with this? No, she hit him with the straight on. There's no way they bring Kingpin in for two episodes and like, oh, we're gonna kill him off. No, hell no, no. Yeah, he's this man just took an arrow to the chest, got hit by a car, three That's explosions crazy. to the face, and just he, took a bunch. Now, the uh, the other now this was Kate's boyfriend. Uh, he Wait, plays the sports boyfriend? man. Kate's boy, not Kate's boyfriend. I'm sorry, Kate's mother's boyfriend. I was like, run that past me. What? <laughs> but she doesn't like him because she thinks he's up to no good. You know, and it comes to find out, like, through all some investigative, it turns out Kate's mother was setting him up to take the fall. Damn, her mother was shysting? That little yeah, girl. Yeah, I guess, I guess when you got to work, I guess when you're working with Kingpin, shystiness just comes with the with the job. I, you just yeah, you get killed is probably what you be teaching people. Yeah, and like, and she's trying to get out of the thing. She's like, your father owed money to a monster, and I got blindsided in it. I'm like, oh. look. Not telling all the family is, like that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because when the show starts, when the whole show starts, it shows Kate as a kid. And it's, a, it's literally the day of the Battle of New York. It's on that day. Let me see. Yeah, she'll probably, if, if they, it, it looks like they're pushing for a Young Avengers. It looks like they're pushing for a Young Avengers because uh, we get Wanda's kids. We get Isaiah Bradley's grandson in Falcon and Winter, Winter Soldier. We get Kate Bishop. We get uh, we got somebody else. Speed Wiccan, Kate Bishop. Oh, we're getting America Chavez getting ready to show up in uh, Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness. I see a Young Avengers in some form. It may not be a full out show, but I believe they're going to show up in some form. I believe they're going to show up in some form. Um, yeah, she's it's literally the day of the Battle of New York, and her father is talking about we owe this money, we owe this money, blah blah blah. And the mother is like, We can't afford that. And, this, and even though they stay in a penthouse, she's like, We can't afford that. We we gotta find I'm a way to pay for this. Yeah, and that's when the whole thing turns to shit, and that's when the Shatari is attacking everything, and she sees Clint in the distance, and this is how she becomes enamored with being like Hawkeye. She didn't see any other hero. She seen Hawkeye in the distance and on doing that scene where he shoots the arrows at a couple of aliens, then he jumps off the building and oh that's perfect. Down. Yeah, she that's the scene she sees from her penthouse bedroom. So and her father dies during the collapse of their building or their at least their penthouse. And that's that's why they were in money troubles because he was dealing with Kingpin. So this carried on from Kate being, she was probably 10, maybe 12. 
from that age up to now, Kate's mother has been dealing with Kingpin. So Kate's probably like 22 at best. So Kate's mother, Kate's mother been dealing with Kingpin for a long fucking time. (laughs) Uh -uh. Like that's a lot of, that's a lot of weight, you know, and we finally find out because there's a there's a scene where the reason why Clint is in New York, he's there for Rogers the musical, which is so cheesy, but I kind of want to see it now. And he's not really feeling the mu- musical because it's about the Battle of New York. So it's kind of like when he sees the woman on stage who's dressed like Natasha, he starts getting PTSD moments. And then he sees a guy dressed like Ant-Man. He was like, he wasn't even there. Like, they just threw him into play. They are funny. Okay. So he, um, he's kind of like not really feeling it, you know. And they're getting ready to go back home. He's only there for the, for the musical with his kids. And he's getting ready to go back home. And he finds out, like, Kate is somewhere else. He doesn't even know Kate yet. Kate is, uh, she finds out some stuff. And there's a black market auction. And one of the items, two of the items that's on sale is his old Ronin outfit and the sword that he used. And he can't allow neither one of those items to fall into the wrong hands because it's going to trace back to him and his family. One thing he's trying to do is protect his family. How the fuck did he get lost in the first place? uh, Stark Tower. All the damage it took, people pilfering out of there. It, It didn't take long. And there's one other item that's in there, and he, it's this watch. And he's talking to his wife. He got the kids back home to their farm, and he gets he's but he's consistently talking to his wife on the phone throughout the series. And one of the episodes, she's you know the kids are in the background doing whatever, and she's talking to Clint over the phone, and he's like, "Yeah, I." I she was like, "Did you get it?" He's like, "Yeah, I'm, I find I, I know where it is. I just got to get it." And it's a watch. And you're like, well, why is she so invested in the watch? And you're thinking, oh, it's just a watch. Probably belonged to him. It's something that she gave him or something. I don't know. Because they things they found at the Avengers compound is on this black market site all of a sudden. He got the watch. By the end of the show, he gets the watch. The watch belongs to his wife. Oh. When she flips it over, there's a shield insignia on the back of it. What? And says 19. His wife is ex-shield. Oh my God. Because the the conversation that they were having, I get that his wife was very supportive. I'm like, she's very supportive. Her husband's an Avenger. Her husband's an ex-shield agent. Her husband, she's very supportive of her husband. He knew he had a, a regular wife. But then this conversation that they were having, I think she spoke in another, she spoke in a whole language. And I'm like, how, how she? I don't even know what that language was, but how does she know that? And that's right, you're right, G Black. The number that's on the back of it is 19. Agent 19 is Mockingbird. He finna freak out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so and in the comics, Clint Barton is married to Mockingbird. They do get a divorce, but they don't have kids or anything. They they kept enough of that in there to say that. It was crazy. Did we freeze? Candy B froze. <laughs> but uh, 
Yeah, it was it was crazy. So yeah, his wife is Agent 19, Mockingbird, and they'll be talking more about it. Uh this show's getting the second season. This show is getting the second season. I see that happening already. And uh Candy B is completely frozen. What happened to her? <laughs> but uh hold on, let me get this. There we go. Uh, but yeah, there she goes. She'll be back in. But yeah, she is Agent 19. And it's safe to say that this season is getting oh no, it was, <laughs> yeah. I thought it was me too, G Black. I'm like, wait a minute, it's not me. But uh yeah, she'll she'll be jumping back in. Uh, but hopefully your computer didn't die. But yeah, Agent 19 for I hope we get more story from that. I honestly think I honestly hope we get more story from that. We earned that. Um, I'm pretty sure they're not going to leave that cut and dry because that conversation that they were having, I'm like, man, she is way too comfortable with her husband in this mission. I'm like, she wasn't seeming to be like, okay, when are you coming home? When is this happening? Are you done yet? None of that. And somehow we found out, you know, just by that one conversation, we realized that, okay, yeah, she was, she's ex-shield. She's ex-shield. He met his wife on the job. I'm glad they kept Mockingbird around. But, um, mm -mm. so yeah, there, there, there's a lot to be said for, um, Hawkeye, this is they are continuously Disney Plus and, and, and Marvel are continuously giving us really, really, really good shows. Um, just when you think they couldn't top it, they top it again, you know. Uh, where do I rank? Where do I rank Hawkeye? God dog, on this on what's the scale? Like maybe one to ten. If it's a scale of one to ten, I give it a solid seven, and I'll give it a solid seven because of this. I loved WandaVision. I loved Loki. I love Falcon and Winter Soldier. Each one of them brought something different to the game. Um, I'll probably, I'll probably put, let me see, what is it's it's been Loki, WandaVision, Falcon and Winter Soldier, Hawkeye, What If. They've had five shows already, all Marvel related. Um whew, shit. It's it's they all have a rewatchability factor, man. It's hard to say. It's really hard to say. Um, if I'm putting Loki in one, I'd probably say, damn. Yeah, it probably would be fifth place. I'd probably put it at the fifth, at the fifth, in the place that it came out. Uh, only because, like I said, I love where WandaVision was going. Plus, we get Tiana Paris as Captain Marvel. Well, not Captain Marvel, but as Spectrum. And... Loki was just a whole ball of wax that just kind of like kicked the door open on a lot of the multiverse that we're getting going forward. And Falcon and Winter Soldier finally gave us Sam to become the new Captain America. And that's amazing. And what if is just fucking amazing, like blown out the water. Amazing. Every episode that they had gate one had me wanting more like i want more of each one of those standalone episodes i want more and unfortunately i know we won't get a uh uh another another t'challa as star lord episode but 
good lord they had so much to give for what if you know like strange supreme if you've seen uh, spider-man no way from home you got to see the trailer for uh dr strange in the multiverse of madness and good lord we get strange supreme finally we 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 you know at least we think that's him you know it it looks the part it yeah it does it does remove a lot of the agents of shield cannon and when kevin feige announced i think it was earlier this year that uh they were removed they like the agent of shield wasn't canon i wondered how they were really going to address that i like how they're addressing it they're pushing enough of it out the way where it's like hey you can enjoy this and still be okay with it and it doesn't have to tie in just like you know you can watch daredevil which probably is canon for some reason <laughs> you know because kingpin obviously is uh so g black says he goes loki wandavision hawkeye falcon winter soldier and what if in that order really you can't go wrong with none of those shows and no no matter what order you take them in you really can't go wrong with none of those shows loki is pretty much top tier i don't know if it's because the delivery of tom hiddleston or what but damn it's been really great what they've been giving us um i'm trying to think what do we have next well tomorrow as a matter of fact tomorrow we have uh the book of boba fett dropping on disney plus so i'll be doing a review on that one on thursday yeah thursday so i'll probably do another live and do it live from there probably straight from the youtube channel and the twitch channel and um get some parts and pieces together for that uh but i'm gonna go ahead and close this out this has been an hour show already candy b's computer died she texted me <laughs> i knew i knew her computer died she's gonna get enough of letting her phones and stuff die i'm gonna get her um but i want to thank everybody for tuning in i would really appreciate it it's been a great 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 show uh you can catch me and the crew anywhere just check the link tree at the bottom you can check out blurred's eye view on ig uh youtube apple podcast now on iHeartRadio. that link is up there as well you can catch us on facebook blur the blurred's eye view blurred's eye view podcast that's all separate words i don't know why it does that um you can catch us on captivate.fm as well that's right at the top uh you can catch candy b right here at these little places right there on candy b cosplay on ig and on the triangle that's triangle tht3 triangle without the e that's all one word and you can also check us out on zippy stream but you can check out dc who couldn't make the show tonight but you can check him out all one word darius dc chambers on ig and what the shit underscore podcast and we will tune in for that tomorrow because he's we're having a black men's business episode tomorrow so be sure to tune in for that at eight o'clock that's gonna be a good one uh we got our man isaac hankel who came onto the show on blurred's eye view uh last year just to talk about his patent his sauce He's coming out of Detroit, Michigan. Zeke's barbecue sauce. And I'm going to tell you, that stuff is amazing. Like, I bought two bottles. I got to buy some more. Stuff's great. Um, but you can also catch... Ooh, that's not it. You can catch me also on Chris.Fury1 on IG. TikTok on ChrisFury1. Follow me there as well. And But I mostly run the Blurred's Eye View page anyway. So you can just go straight there to there and, and send me messages. Also... Uh, soon 
will be giving out booking so you can check out and i'll allow you to self-book yourself to get some stuff going so if you want to come on to the show just let me know hit me up in the dms on ig on blurs i view or you can check me out on chris.fury1 either one i check both of them all day every day and as i always in every show <laughs> tell everyone where they can find you as always i just did that but be sure to check out this link tree as i shown you at the bottom of the page and on other sites as we always on blurs up you are providing a safe space for blurs everywhere to showcase their talent skills and talk topics as only we can and until next tuesday when we talk geek with other blurs remember to entertain yourself and others educate yourself and others and most of all encourage yourself and others and this is chris fury by myself now <laughs> we're out of here I take care of y'all, everybody. And once again, we can be found on iHeartRadio now. So <laughs> be sure to check us out there. So see you guys. We're out.